Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk About That. Now, today, I have a very special guest with me, my mom. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you a few questions. What's your relationship with death? We're not friends. No? No, not at all. I don't like death there. He doesn't like me. We don't speak to each other. We have nothing to do with each other. We, uh, we're on bad terms. Do you want to expand, or do you want to move on? That's, that's about it. Wait, I don't intend to be friends with them either. Okay. Uh, has anyone close to you died? Yes. I, yeah? Who? Did, was that the whole question? Uh, go on. Okay. <laughs> uh, my dad. How did it affect you in the moment? Uh, well, the moment was uh, when he, the moment he died. Like, moment or when he died and then for the like, few months after, I guess. Well, it definitely affected me in the moment and afterwards because uh, I, I sat with him while he died. Oh. I had never seen somebody die before, so it was pretty traumatic, actually, to to see the life leave somebody's body, and especially being that somebody to me. And I was pregnant with you. I was seven months pregnant with you. You were my first baby, so... Um, when it happened, I, I actually learned a lot about my own reaction to those things because, uh, like, afterwards, I, I kind of, so because there was other people involved and around, uh, I shut down instantly. I, I realized that I have a mechanism that I react to, uh, emotional circumstances and, uh, the situations that are emotionally charged, I guess, by becoming the the leader and the the stoic one. That I shut off all my emotions. I didn't react uh, outwardly until after. You just kept it all to yourself until. Yep. You had the time to finally process it. Yeah, because also I was the first of kin, and so there's responsibilities involved in in the death, uh, you know, process of of documentation and having to go to the mortuary and having to do all the responsible stuff and then I had to do so uh, alongside his mother who her and I have had a tumultuous past so that was that made me even more on guard so I remained very much uh, inside myself until finally uh, all of the the death preparations the cremation the everything was done and then uh, we had this uh, celebration of life uh celebration I guess instead of a funeral and the moment I left the location where all the people were and I got away from everything because I was just dead faced the whole time I was just did the responsibilities and went on and I didn't I don't want anybody hugging me or giving me you know sympathy and stuff but I do recall once I finally left uh, Luis actually your dad he came in he drove to it was a state away that it happened he drove there picked me up and we drove back and as soon as I got to leave the whole scene scenario I just shut down and I I broke down and just I don't even remember the next two weeks and then that was that so it was like this process for me that I realized I started to connect it to previous things that's happened in my life and I realized that that's my process is I take charge I do you know I muscle through whatever it is that I'm feeling and then I feel it later She's probably not healthy, but it's how I do. <laughs> Does it still affect you today, or have you 
No, it still affects me. I have I make note of his um, his <laughs> death anniversary uh, every August twenty fifth, and we I like uh, I think about it, and I have a lot of questions that come from my children about about him being the only person in my family. It's a little different for me because uh, other people maybe have other family members that they you know are uh, associated with but for me it was basically me and my dad and uh, I had a rough childhood he had a rough life (laughs) and he died very young he was 42 so um, I didn't have other family members for to distract everybody else in the family so as the kids get older you guys ask about a lot of things and especially about him and it sucks that he's not around. How would you feel if you died tomorrow? Me? Yeah. If I died? Like, would you be satisfied nope. with what you've done now? No, 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 no. I'm uh, very much against dying. <laughs> I, you I mentioned before. Yes, I'm very much against dying. And I'm, I'm not, I've not come to terms with the concept of dying or um, the situation of dying. It's actually a, a large fear of mine still, even at my age now. A lot of people I hear... Um, as they get older, they become more, I guess, okay. They come to terms with it. Yeah, like in a way. Like, I've heard of that a lot, but, um, nope, not me. I'm terrified of it, and I'm, it makes me very sad to think of, of leaving. Leaving everything and everyone behind. Yeah. In this, in Day Tripper, Bross's father says... That when you become a parent, you give up your entire life for your children. Do you agree? I do. I do, but I I wouldn't say you give up your whole life. I would have said, when I was pregnant with you, I was, I, not, like, not to take it the wrong way or anything, but I was uh, in turmoil, actually, because I knew, even though I hadn't had a child yet, I knew that, that I kept crying and, and I was, I was sad thinking over and over, I used to write a lot about it. I used to talk a lot about it, too. I, I thought, my, my life's over. It's over. It's never going to be about me again. It's always going to be about about my child. It's always, you know, my birthdays aren't going to matter anymore. It's going to be about their birthdays, you know. Very childish sort of, uh, like, conceptions of the idea. I mean, you were young, so. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't young, though. I was I was an adult, and I had an adult life. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't too crazy, but I, I remember being very conscious of the fact that my... It wouldn't be about me anymore. And, and but the, the thing is, you never know this until you are a parent. But I knew it in concept coming up to it, but it wasn't until the moment that I had you that it, it all, it was all true. But it was all true in such a different way than what I was feeling it before. So when I was feeling it about what was gonna happen, I was thinking from my own perspective of, of like, kind of like a poor me and, and like a, oh, what about me type of, it's a very selfish perspective, but the second you were born, none of that, would, it just all disappeared, it was gone, and yes, it was all about you and kids and, you know, every, but, being a mother. But you had... But it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Like, that was how it should be, that's how I wanted it to be, that's how I felt, it wasn't because I... I felt like I had to. It was because that's how I legitimately felt. And so then ever since, 
yes, everything in my life, even though I, I did have a life after I went to college, I went to, I was successful. I, I pursued my, my goals. endeavors and goals still, even though I had children and I did it all backwards, but I still did it. And it didn't, you guys didn't stop me from being my, from being me. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't have done any of it had it not been for having you guys and having you to make me whole like for me yes it's all it they they take over your life I guess and it's no longer about you but that's it's it's like they are part of you they're a part of you that you never ever ever want to remove and you would be absolutely incomplete without it Instead of it being a separate entity that's suddenly better, it's part of you that just takes more priority, I guess. Yeah, and it's it, the priority part comes in where the stuff that you want no longer matters as much as the stuff that you want for them. So it's not so... I mean, on some level, people... I'm sure there's a lot of parents that are stuck in the, the need and want cycle. So they get stuck in that need and that survival. But for me, it was always a matter of... of need everybody's needs were the same and then the wants came in for what I wanted was to give you guys what you wanted was to do what I felt was best for you I wanted that that's what my new wants became I really didn't have very many wants for per se before that maybe it's different for me because I I was in a survival um, mindset and situation and when I was young up until I became an adult. When I became an adult, it was, well, I had already been an adult for a while, but when I actually got there, you know, I kind of had a head start, I think. And when I had kids, they, like I said, it became a part of me that was prioritized, but it, I don't know if I even had priorities before having kids as one. Like, I don't even know if my priorities existed at least not to the extent that they do when they have when I had somebody worth having them for. So it was it was a completion cycle, honestly. Mm. When does your job as a mother end? Never. 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 Not at night, not in the morning, not on vacation, not when they're at school. There is no point in time since the moment I've had one child and I have four now. But since the moment I had one child, there's not a second of my life awake or asleep that isn't about being your mom. And I tried, honestly. I tried there there for a second. When I was in college, I tried to go out and decompress and to go out dancing. I really liked to dance. And that was my outing. Is I, I would go out to do adult things, you know, have an adult life where I just put everything out of my mind you know but it never really is it's never out of your mind you're you're thinking of where you need to be and when you need to be there and and why because you have responsibilities why because you have kids because <laughs> they need to be placed and do things and everything you know they depend on you but so there was never a point where I got to really just let loose and not care about like anything like unless except for myself you know there's just there wasn't I tried it just didn't work and I it always came back down to it where there's just no moment. I couldn't even go somewhere and pretend to be, like, some young, like, hip, single or or, or non, 
mother like type. I was always the first thing I tell whoever I was out with, no matter what the circumstance. Or, they were just so proud that you're. Yeah, like mom. or that, or I would just like, like I, I even had like I have, I have guys hit on me a lot. That's something that I. You have to brag for the interview. No, no, but uh, no, not anymore. Really, I don't think. But I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't go anywhere. But when I would go out, I would think they're hitting on me, and. If I thought they were, I would be like, I'm a mom. Like, I have X many kids, you know, and that was always the first thing that came out of my mouth. I always wondered, why do I do that? Like, why don't I just, like, oh, yeah, I'm so hot, you know, like, oh, great, you know, they're hitting on me, something like that. No. No, it never worked out. I never could, like, like, justify it in my brain to, it just made more sense to me to be like, Are you sure this is what you're doing right now? Because you must be crazy. I'm a mom. I have three kids at the time. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that was the best, my best uh, shot at it. I've, I missed the shot. Anytime, what time would you consider, like, us being, would there ever be an age that we got too old for you to be our mother? Oh my god. I think about it all the time, and oh. no, 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 no. So even when you're old and we're, like, maybe in our 40s, no. you're still going to be our mom first? Yep. You know, you know, our, my, well, I'm sure you remember my favorite book. Yeah, I do remember your favorite book. I love you forever, I like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. And that basically summarizes it for us? Yes. And right. it is the book in, it, in a nutshell. And it makes me, like, so sad to think of. It doesn't make me sad to think of you guys getting older. It just makes me sad to think of you guys getting older. <laughs> but it's it's something I've been told by other more seasoned moms in the past. Because I, I don't have my own. So I have some secondary moms I get to, to leech off of once in a blue moon. And I've been told, you know, it's every... There's no phase that they favored that they just liked each phase as it came and they didn't like it any more or less than other ones but I can't say that same about myself I I do favor certain stages and phases and I dread I'm more than they have this like happy go lucky like look outlook on like oh the next phase is gonna be so much fun because this one was you know I'm less I'm I guess I'm more pessimistic or or something I guess uh more risk averse because I because you don't know what's coming you, you can predict it but you don't know what's coming and I don't like when things end so every phase that we go through I feel like once I realize the phase has passed and we're on to the next one I kind of feel like mourning the last one and, and it's sad because I think it's the better way to be to enjoy it and to look forward to the next ones but they haven't so fast it's going so fast and you're, you'll be an adult soon and then you'll be uh, your own family, your own life. And and how about this, Miss Interviewer? Do you think there's ever an age where I'll stop being your mom? Uh, I'd like to hope not. <laughs> Do you think that you're ever going to get to an age where you're not going to want or need a mom? i also like to hope not. I don't think I'll be able to. Able to? Like always be some kind of time where I'll need some kind of advice or comfort that's good I'm glad that you are happy with that and I hope so too because I don't know if I don't know if your siblings are all gonna be the same way 
I feel like they're like going to be hitting the road as fast as they can, <laughs> but hopefully not. But anyways, I don't know what I would do without being a mom. I don't, I've thought about it a lot. I'd, it makes me sad, just like death. Death makes me sad. I don't want to die. And the only time I would ever be okay with death would be if you guys, if you died. Oh, if you died, then me and death would become best friends. Like there's nothing else I could imagine. But the people who go through that and then they're able to do that and and come through it whole, I you can't imagine. But not a not a chance. They're like. They're just something that you can't fathom. No, I can't. I cannot imagine it. I've, since the day you were born, I've had that that same thought, and I've had this conversation with a couple people along the along the way over the last 15 years. But, but I've never changed that. I, I've tried to, especially when you have more children, you start to think like, you know, you have to for the other children, and like, so you think of different like scenarios, you know, worst case scenarios, things like that. But. And you're supposed to change it. The right answer is like, yo, you know, got to be strong for the rest of the, your children. And they all need you too and blah, blah, blah. If I lost any one of you, I would, I would be lost. I would, I would be lost. I would no longer, I would just no longer, I would cease to exist as I do now. I just wouldn't be able to do it. I just hope you all know this and make sure not to do that. Right. Make sure we all keep mommy intact. All right. Well, Thank you for taking your time to be interviewed. <laughs> it took longer than I thought. I told you. Uh, yeah, I know. Two minutes, my Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you're, you're known for your talking, <laughs> that's for sure. I'm so good at it. Just kidding. I just do a lot of it-ish. Lots of words. Yeah. So. Well, thanks again, and it's nice to hear your insight, I guess, <laughs> as someone I both look up to and you're also just older you have more experience with life I have a lot of that but that life experience stuff so speaking of words you want to take the last one signing on oh yeah uh this has been let's talk about that and goodbye <laughs>